Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Eric Levin. He's the co-founder and EVP of client development at Model Match. Eric, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, excited to have you. Excited to have you. So, Eric, tell me a little bit about yourself. A little bit about me. Um, I was a wannabe athlete growing up. I was I, I was an athlete, but I wasn't. I never reached that pinnacle of what my little brain and and dreams had in mind for myself. Um, got a went to college on the coast of North Carolina. Spent some time in New York after that. Was in um, small businesses straight out of college, um, mostly in the, the the sport and fitness arena and then got introduced to the recruiting world when i moved to western north carolina i'm in a town called hickory north carolina um got got introduced to the recruiting world and ended up kind of falling in love with it we we i worked for a company that supported financial services um ended up kind of creating a division that focused on real estate finance and hoping helping mortgage bankers grow and expand services only and then um, met my business partner, one of my business partners today, uh, Drew Waterhouse, who was actually a client. And when 2008, when the world came to an end with the financial crisis, he was with a company that went bankrupt. A lot of mortgage bankers were, were struggling at the time, as, as well as um, Wall Street and just financial services in general. And we got, our, got ourselves together and, and started a firm called Hammer House that really serviced real estate. Um, real estate finance, mortgage banking, a little bit of wealth management, again, focused on helping companies grow their revenue generating channels. So we really weren't filling open positions so much. We were helping companies grow with individuals or, or groups or acquisitions that could add new revenue to those channels. And through that, we developed a process that we called model matching. It wasn't the name of a company at the time. And uh, we, we had a CEO, a client of ours that said, you know, if, if, if I had a tech platform, that could provide for me the processes and visibilities that you guys are providing on the services side, that would be really valuable. And so it was a little bit of an aha moment. Um, yeah. We're not tech, we're not tech guys. Um, we, we kind of storyboarded the idea. We brought in a third partner, Kirk Waldfogel, who's our CEO, and he comes from the technology industry. And that was sort of the beginning of model match, but a little bit, a little more about me. I'm married. I got two boys, one, one's in Utah, one's in London. They're kind of making their way and figuring out the world. And, uh, I'm still a, I'm still a wannabe athlete. <laughs> hey, aren't we all? Um, that's awesome. That's awesome. So tell me, tell me a little bit more about Model Match. So Model Match is a SaaS platform um, that was created kind of uniquely out of a, out of a services um, organization, a recruiting firm that where we just sort of actually through, through, through processes that we felt protected us. So one of the things you find in recruiting is that you 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 come across an opportunity, you develop a relationship with that opportunity, a human being, you make an introduction to an organization that maybe has a need or there could be value in that collaboration. And maybe that person starts with the company and then you wash your hands and you move on to the next opportunity. Since ours was introducing individuals and opportunities that had transferable books of business, meaning they didn't need a job, they weren't on monster.com, they're not on Indeed, there was a very specific process that really needed to be followed to ensure that you got to know who it is you want to build a relationship with. You started the process of engagement, of actually building a relationship, getting to know, like, and trust someone in, in, on both sides. 
And then ultimately reaching a point where you realize, hey, we could do more together. We can create an efficiency for each other that helps us grow our business or have more time or, 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 or whatever that value add actually is. There's a, there's a process to that that's really, really important. And what we found was with clients that weren't following the process, we had less success. So we started holding them accountable to what we call the model matching process that went from prospecting to relationship building to actual meeting where both sides are compliant in a very specific meeting that had um, specific core competencies and components that were being covered all the way through offer, terms negotiation, hiring, and then that first 90 days or so of onboarding and acclimation. The clients that were accountable to those processes had more success and were also more efficient. They had more time. And so that's kind of where Model Match then came from, was taking those concepts, packaging them into a SaaS platform that any company or any hiring manager can utilize to make their processes of identification engagement, relationship building, hiring and onboarding, more efficient, more visible, and more collaborative. So it sounds like the SaaS platform has a lot of different solutions kind of in, in it. It does. So for some industries, take mortgage banking, financial services, and real estate as an example, there are tools that are embedded into the tech that would allow a user to do statistical research to find out who it is that they should be building relationships with in their market. So example could be um, a loan officer that does a certain amount of production, uh, what type of product they're servicing, what kind of customer they're servicing, and identifying, hey, there might be a thousand loan officers in a particular market, but there's only 30 that meet my unique value proposition that may or may not have any interest in joining my company, but I should probably have a relationship with those people. And same thing on the real estate side, real estate agents, um, managers, companies. And then we're also transitioning, not transitioning, but we're verticalizing really organically into other industries like healthcare, as an example, um, that would then use the prospecting tools a little bit differently. However, the environment that we built first was an actionable environment. Find your opportunities, load them into a project, and then begin to take action on them in an environment that will help hold you accountable to next actions making sure opportunities don't fall into a black hole, and also making sure that I can communicate with others on my team inside of the tech so that they're aware of the progression of these opportunities and when they need to jump into the mix to have an interview, have a conversation, or create value. Mm-hmm. What are some of the ways that Model Match is able to stand out from its competition? I think the biggest way, Kelsey, honestly, is that we started off as an actionable environment. We started off as a tool that creates full visibility collaboration and efficiency, meaning more time back to the hiring manager to be able to build projects, take action on individuals, manage them through a process and prioritize effectively so that you have more efficiencies in your prospecting, relationship building, and ultimately hiring and onboarding. Mm -hmm. Um, Where we then evolved, though, is that our users came to us and said, I don't know who to talk to. I don't know who to call. So then you start building out integrations with marketing tools with um, opportunities to plug into environments like LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. to be able to use data analytics to find out who do we go um, prospect and build relationships with. So our our platform continues to evolve based upon Mm -hmm. the feedback that we get from our users. But we started off as an actionable environment, and now we're starting to, not starting to, but now we've added tools that make prospecting through data analytics much more efficient as well. 
Do you think it's that access to information that's one of the biggest challenges that your your clients have before you start working with them? Sometimes. And, and, and actually, it's a great question. Sometimes. But sometimes what I also notice is that they don't have a problem accessing information. Their problem is taking action mm. on that information. So it's mm. one thing for me to know that Kelsey's out there. It's something entirely different for me now to, to go do something to generate a relationship and start to develop engagement with Kelsey. And, and look, in some situations, drip marketing campaigns work because someone needs a job or someone is already in pain. Our platform has the ability to do tech sequencing or do email uh, marketing campaigns through either our own platform or CRMs that you're already utilizing through integrations that we have. But then a, a lot of the people that you want to build relationships with, the best ones, they may not need a job. So wouldn't it be valuable to have a relationship with them, maintain that relationship three or four times throughout the year, and then when the timing, the opportunity is appropriate for both sides, you get an opportunity to partner with someone, not because they need a job, but mm -hmm. because they can really help elevate your platform. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. So walk me through what the onboarding process looks like. For a new user? Yeah. Yeah, so, so we... Onboarding is relatively easy in our, in our platform. Someone onboards with Model Match, they start to get automated email campaigns that go out that allow them to see new, to, to access their, um, their, their plat our platform through and their, and their dashboard through their new um, username and their password. So simple things like that. But then we have a library of video tutorials. We have a live success team that's here onshore, W2 employees of our company that exist to, to, to sit with you for 15, 30 minutes, help you get onboarded, help you get acclimated. So it's a combination of both tech tools that live inside of our platform via a help desk, as well as human beings that can help walk you through some customization. And, yeah. and hey, I'm hung up on this. I don't know how to overcome. I don't know how to get to the next stage with someone. Again, video tutorials that exist on our platform or human beings that can actually jump on a phone call or a Zoom with you and show you how to do it. That's really interesting. So that kind of takes me to my next question is talking about misconceptions and kind of what people think that they know. Are there any misconceptions that you see, you know, having, you know, the SaaS platform, having solutions in, in the recruiting field, any misconceptions that you that you tend to see out there? I don't know about misconceptions. Look, I think that the beauty of technology when it's adopted and utilized effectively is that it should create efficiency. And that efficiency then relates to what time and then that time should relate to spending time on things that should be prioritized technology can do all of those things for you to, to, to support again with visibility with collaboration with reporting tools so that we can look on a daily weekly monthly basis how are we progressing do we need to make a left hand turn or a right hand turn but at the end of the day a human being still has to do something mm -hmm. a human being still has to make a phone call a human being still has to set a future action. A human being still has to close that action and then move the opportunity to the next action. Technology is not going to do those things for you. you, you there, there's still a human being involved. So I would tell you the, the challenges are someone sometimes when someone thinks that tech's going to solve all of my problems and now I no longer need to do anything. I joke around and I say, you know, the moment that that day comes is the moment you don't have a job anymore. I hope that day doesn't come. I mean, we're all, I'm, I'm on, I, you know, we're, we're part of a SaaS platform now. Yeah. So we're, we're looking at artificial intelligence and machine learning and all of those things to, to, to make those processes more and more efficient. Mm -hmm. But the second it becomes so incredibly valuable that the human being is no longer needed, 
which I don't see that happening in recruiting. Um, not, 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 not relational recruiting. Hmm. Well, then that person doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah. Cause so much of recruiting is so relational, um, and like centered around relationships and kind of those built getting to know each other. And I think that model match provides that opportunity, right? Yeah, for sure. Look, one thing I've learned over 20 years of, of, of doing this, even before the, the, the tech platform, before we started model match is that people join people and mm-hmm. people leave people. Um, you know, if sometimes you wonder why is this person with this company when we can pay them more or we have a nicer office or we give out really cool swag or we go on awesome company trips. Well, the reason is probably because there's been so much trust developed with the people that they work with that that's until that changes, that's going to be a difficult thing to overcome unless you're building a relationship with that person. And, and it's almost like stop recruiting these people, get to know them, like them, trust them, and then show them how your model can create value for them. And if yeah. it's a salesperson, how that model can create value for their business partners, their yeah. referral partners, where their, their customers, where the business is actually coming from. But look, the same holds true for you know, a, a, a nurse that's being recruited by a hospital. That, that, chances are that nurse doesn't need a job. Cases are that nurse is already employed. So yes, you have you have you have core competencies that relate to compensation, technology, operations, geography, facility, culture. All of those things are important. But at the end of the day, what is it about your platform that creates value for them that would be the reason that they leave something that they're already relatively happy with? That takes a process. Yeah, yeah. And why do you think that's so important? The process? Yeah. Well, because if you skip a step, you, 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 these opportunities then fall into a black hole. And, and I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, I think most hiring authorities, especially now that we have things like LinkedIn or Facebook or all these social media platforms where I can see where someone is and I can see how long they've actually been there. There's nothing worse than me developing a relationship with Kelsey, at least the beginning stages of a relationship. But Kelsey's happy. Kelsey's not looking to make a move. And Kelsey doesn't want to make a change right now. But Kelsey and I had a nice conversation and we've agreed to stay in touch. Mm-hmm. But, but because you're busy, because I'm busy and I'm not using a tech platform to remind me, hey, you talked to Kelsey 30 days ago, you should go do something. Send a text message, yeah. communicate with Kelsey on LinkedIn, make a phone call, send a bomb bomb video, you know, something that keeps you in front of Kelsey. You forget to do that. Six months later, you're fooling around on LinkedIn or you're fooling around on Facebook as you're, you know, before you go to bed at night and you're looking at a screen that you shouldn't be looking at because it's going to keep you from falling asleep. And you see that Kelsey just made a change to a company that's kind of your competitor. Yeah. How frustrating is that? The only reason you didn't get the at bat with Kelsey was because you didn't do the next thing. Yeah. Platforms like Model Match hold you accountable and your team accountable to the next action. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. So, Eric, if somebody wanted to find Model Match, learn a little bit more, learn a little bit more about you, where would they go to? Where would they go to get more information? The website's the best spot. You know, we, we've okay. we've got we've got a lot of information on the on the on the technology within the platform. We've got videos that are associated. Just www. I'm not. I guess I don't have to say www anymore. I should stop doing that. Just modelmatch.com. Super super easy. Um, you know, another spot, if, if you follow me or the company on, on LinkedIn, as an example, there's, there's a lot of good videos and posts that give you an idea of who we are, not only as a SaaS platform, but who we are as individuals and people mm-hmm. and support. You know, some of the things that I, the feedback that I get that I, I love the most are 
when someone says, look, I love model match, I love the tech, but what I also really love is I know that if I have a problem, I get quick responses, either through the tech or through an actual live body. Um, you know, as you grow, that becomes a little bit more and more difficult, but it's something that we never want to get away from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree with that. So Eric, as we kind of wrap up this conversation, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with either, you know, about recruiting, about the SaaS platform, about life in general? Wow, that's a big question. <laughs> that's a heck of a way to end it, um, <laughs> Kelsey. Um, you know, look, recruiting is a process. It's not an event. I guess that's what I would would leave everyone with. And I think that is true for whatever it is you're recruiting. I also don't like the word recruiting. I think recruiting ends up being this thing where you think I have an open position and I'm looking for someone who needs a job or can yeah. fill that open position. The problem with that is we end up skipping steps, we rush, and, and we do we might hire somebody, but when we look at our, our retention rate, we see that we have challenges. Look, we had a conversation with a, a, a large hospital out in the Western United States that we're partnering with. And one of the things that they said was, we haven't had a problem hiring people. We've had a problem keeping people. Our retention is a challenge. Well, that's a tremendous cost to constantly cycle through individuals. Plus, it negatively impacts the culture of that division, of that hospital, of that group. So what I would say is, well, then you have a problem with your processes. Yeah. Let's look at the processes. Let's manage those processes through model maps, through the tech platform. Let's hold all hiring managers accountable to those processes. We might see a little bit slower hit to how quickly we hire people. But mm-hmm. what we ought to see is better people, better connections you know, between the, mm-hmm. the, the, the organization and the individual and better retention rates. So recruiting is a process. It's not an event. Stop thinking about it being only recruiting and also thinking about it as relationship building where two sides are creating value for each other. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not a, uh, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's about building those relationships over the long term, so that, like, when you said, when people are ready to make a change, you're the first one that pops in their mind. A hundred percent. And look, if I'm a call center and I'm in a churn and burn environment, well, Model Match can create value as well. But that's a whole different scenario. At that point, you know, we know we're trying to hire really, really fast, and maybe we're not as concerned about retention rates. Mm-hmm. But recruiting or relationship building being a process. You manage that process effectively. It gives you a better opportunity to prioritize, better hires, better retention, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. more more time because we put ourselves in a position to focus on the things that create the most value. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Eric, this has been a great conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time to be on Business Ninjas today, and I, I look forward to staying in touch. Yeah, Kelsey, thanks for having me. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.